Hey everybody, <clears throat> excuse me. Welcome to this episode of The Psychic Wives. I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Jerry Carabin. And I'm Kathy Rumsey. And we are really excited today. We have a guest with us, um, Carmen Hernandez, who, um, <clears throat> excuse me, is a healer with crystals, knows a lot about crystals. Um, we're all fascinated by crystals. Um, and we are gonna be talking to Carmen um, about that today. So Carmen, could you just give us a little bit of background? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Carmen Hernandez. I also go by the name Soul Goddess. Um, and I started my, I have a very interesting segue into my introduction to crystals. I actually started out in the corporate world 25 years ago as a VP of marketing and PR, not knowing anything about crystals, not knowing anything about crystalline energy. And I was doing some studying with uh, Reiki and more holistic avenues with um, Tai Chi and Qigong and and acupuncture and during those studies i was opened up to the energy of consciousness and about how we are all energetic life forces and really feeling into that and my cousin stacy um she was she was out at a crystal store and she brought her son um all these crystals and she said carmen you know we have a gift for you and they handed me this hematite so hematite was my entry way into the crystalline world and i remember thinking wow look at this and you know what i i didn't know anything about crystals and this was maybe about 18 years ago and they handed me this this crystal that was just a tumbled piece nothing nothing special nothing eye-catching seemingly but when they placed it on my hand i remember having a visceral reaction to it and i remember saying wow this is so much more than just a perceived rock and I, it just opened me up to want to delve deeper into it and it just shifted, shifted my consciousness, shifted my awareness in a very humbling way because I was in the 3D mirror of, you know, commercial real estate doing that. So I wasn't really stepping into any of my spiritual aspects deeply um, in the and working with crystals. So I, so I did research on them as, as, as I like to do with everything. And it just opened up this excitement and this joy. And it opened up my, my childhood curiosity and that's 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 what created the magic for me personally is that i was i was reawakened to something to magic and i think that to understand the way the universe works you have to be humble you have to approach it in a way that is magical and this crystal opened this gateway of magic for me and, and it helped remind me to not to take life so seriously you know and, and when people come in i work at circles of wisdom and i'm lucky enough to be around crystals all day long and I love when people come in and they're daunted, they're in their head, they're in their 3D world the way that I was, and they're over at the crystal bar and they say, Carmen, I don't know what crystal to get. And I gently kind of take them back to my first experience of just being playful with it. And I teach them how to get out of their head and I say, you know what, we all perceive crystals and crystalline energy in a different way. We are all comprised of energy. And we as energetic, humans as as human beings we have an unstable vibration we are always influenced by our emotions by our environment by you know if we're going through something crystalline energy is a very stable um is a stable oscillating vibration um and it's very constant so when we connect with crystals if we're in a place that we've gone through something emotionally difficult on our heart and we can entrain and we can align with the energy of a crystal that allows us to to co-create with the energy of the crystal in that moment so say for example i just went through a, a, a for example if i just went through a breakup and my heart's really hurting and i'm and i'm going through something really difficult and i can't traverse through and feel my own emotions I might be drawn to the energy of a rose, a rose quartz because it's very heart-centered, it's very soft, it's very nurturing. So if I entrain, and training meaning to have the tendency of two oscillating bodies, the, that crystalline energy which is stable, and you and your emotional body going through changes, the, the crystal will help you entrain and harmonize with their energy in that moment. So you might hold it, and you might immediately get a sense of calm, a sense of peace, and you might not even understand why, but the crystal, the crystalline energy is helping to entrain you to that vibration to kind of bring you to a sense of harmony, bring you to a sense of peace. 
And it's always so magical to see someone, whether they immediately feel that, you know, some people don't, some people are so sensitive that they're able to feel it. And then if, if others aren't able to feel that, I kind of talk them out of their headspace and drop them into their heart space, just being in a place of no perceived outcome, just kind of feeling. Some people might feel warmth. Some people might feel tingling. Some people might not feel anything at all. They just might say, I'm really drawn to the color. Well, that's a vibration as well because color carries a, a vibration. So if they're drawn to the vibration of say blue and they say, you know what, I love blue, I'm really drawn to that. Well, maybe there's something in that because blue is connected to the healing aspect of the throat chakra. So unbeknownst to them, maybe there's aspects of themselves that they need to speak their divine truth. So there are so many underlying aspects. We as a divine creators, divine spark, we are, we are infinitely powerful and we oftentimes underestimate our natural ability to connect with crystals in a very effortless way. So I love to teach people how to just connect with these beautiful gifts, uh, they're gifts of Gaia and we're here to co-create with them on a very deep level. <clears throat> I love, it. I, I wanted to say this and I, I, I just love, 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 love this because one of the things about crystals, you walk into a crystal shop and you know, okay, you know, rose quartz is love and this is this and this is this and they all have these different um, meanings or uses or whatever and it's like a lot to remember or to whatever. So I think people walk into a crystal shop and they're like, okay, this is my problem. I have to, you know, what stone is the one that is gonna fix that problem, or I can't remember, but somebody told me I'm supposed to get whatever. Mm -hmm. So it can kind of be like overwhelming. So I love what you're saying is, that, okay, what's speaking to you? What exactly. are you connecting with? It, even, if, it, even if you said like, ooh, purple, yay, or blue or whatever, and you're really connected to that, go for it. Instead exactly. of people be like, oh, amethyst, okay, well, let me look up what amethyst means. No, that's not what I need. I well, need to go find. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think it's such a better way. You're absolutely right. Because oftentimes when we go in with that, with that silo effect, like that, that this is the only thing. So, so say if you have a heart issue and you're only focused on, I need something because I have a broken heart. Well, you have to delve in deeper. So you might be drawn to a crystal that isn't even a heart centered crystal because the root of the matter might be an abandonment issue. So therefore you're not opening your heart. So you might have to treat the root cause. So the crystals are speaking to you on an energetic level that you might not be aware of. So if you go in with that myopic view and you say, no, I need a heart crystal because some, my healer or my friend or my, my colleague said, I need to work on my heart chakra. You absolutely may need to work on your heart chakra. However, maybe your body is saying, let's delve in deeper. Let's go deeper because the root cause of the heart chakra blockage might be another avenue and the crystal is saying hey look at me over here you need me too so that's why i like to educate people to open up and have a broader understanding and not be so drilled into exactly what they need just have fun with it and say you know where am i drawn to and 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 just play with it because if you're drawn to something trust in that trust in yeah. your intuition because maybe it's for a deeper a deeper purpose that you might not even be privy to, to yet. And maybe it's something that's opening up the, those pathways and those doorways to deeper understanding. And that's where the magic of working with crystals lies. I love that. So that's, there's that big piece of that get, get out of your head. And it's like already in this conversation, I'm like, oh my God, like, cause what I'll do is I'll sit down and I'll pick up this one crystal that's meant for blah, blah, blah. But what I should do is like, who's like, is this what, like, Okay, lay your crystals out. What's speaking to me today? Exactly, exactly. What, what do I need to have in my hand right now? You know, when I was I first, that. when I was first learning, do you know those those holders that they sell at like TJ Maxx and Home Goods? They're made for jewelry, and it's made out of fabric, and they have these little pockets that are clear. Yeah, and they hanger. Well. I saw one of them and I said, you know what? That's perfect because it's double-sided. So when I was first learning about crystals, I started collecting them. I got one, wanted one of everything I was drawn to. 
but I wanted to be able to see them. So I bought one of those that I could hang and it was double-sided. So it looked pretty, but I could see all the crystals and I put my crystals in each one of the pockets and I named them. Then when I get up in the morning, I would lay it on my bed and I would run my hand over them and I would see which one spoke to me and I would take it out and that would be my crystal elixir for the day. And I'd put them in my pockets, I'd put them in my bra. If I didn't have pockets, I'd put them on my person because that was my crystal prescription for the day. And I had such fun doing it because it was a fun way and I teach kids about it all the time because that's a good way for them to organize their crystals but also a great way for, the, for adults to keep them organized, but also connect with them in a way that's easy, that's fun, that's informative. And then I would make a little journal entry and I would say, so Monday I pulled, you know, clear quartz, Larimar and sodalite. And I would write that down. And then when I would work with it for the day, I would say, okay, Larimar, maybe I was drawn to it because I needed something that was calming. It has that dolphin energy, that oceanic energy. It's great for the throat. Maybe I was drawn to clear quartz to amplify those energies because maybe I was going to be doing a lot of speaking or having to say something that might be difficult. And the sodalite is also an, an, another one to um, connect with the throat. So if, if, I, if I selected certain crystals over a certain number of days, I would start to see a pattern and say, wow, I'm really working on my throat chakra now. Maybe I can delve in a little deeper and do some journal work. Maybe that will help me understand what needs to come to light now. And as you start to systemize ways that you can work with crystals, that's where, that's where you start to have really have a fun, you know, and that's what it's about. We learn when we're having fun, when we're engaged. So that might be helpful. To people. I love that. that so I fun. think that's a great idea. And I, I think I shared this with Kathy and Jerry before, but I have a six-year-old grandson and I had um, put my crystals out in the sun and brought them back into the house. And he kept coming in. I was in the sunroom. Um, and he kept coming in and uh, picking up my pink quartz, um, and so my rose quartz. And so he um, probably three or four times would leave the room, go do his thing, and he kept coming back. So after like the third time, he's holding it, and I have a smaller one. And he said, Nana, I love this pink rock. And <laughs> so I said to him, hold it up here. And he held it up to his heart. And I said, close your eyes. And I said, do you feel anything? He said, oh, I feel so good. And then for a long time afterwards, he would, like, if he thought I was off, he would say, here, hold it up. Or my husband would come home from work and seem frazzled and he'd say, Grant, hold it up here. Close your eyes. Doesn't it feel good? And, and so he would pick different, because um, I, I left them down here because he seemed to like them. He would pick different ones and I would notice he, he, he was drawn, like one, I have a blue calcite, right, which is sort of evening of emotions. And I could tell if he felt a little bit off that he would be holding that. He would be holding it and not even knowing. And he's six. Yes, Incredible. because children are so in tune um, because, you know, that's, that's before they have, you know, societal input on saying, you know, oh, that's, that's, you know, that there's judgment or something weird around it. So they're so open. And I love, uh, it makes my heart so happy seeing children come in here because when they, they don't have any attachment to any outcome. They just go in their play mode and they know exactly which ones to pick and they are steadfast. They know exactly which one. So if, if they're drawn to, to an amethyst, then that's the one they want and they, they, they take it and they, they're so excited by it. So you're absolutely right, Ginger. Like children have this natural affinity because they, 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 they are, they're already connected to it. There's nothing that they have to work through or you know, remove blockages. They're just right there, and that's the. Right. And we can learn so much from them. Right. I love that. Me too. <laughs> it's so interesting. It's so interesting too about what you're drawn to, and and how a crystal might only be in your life for a certain amount of time. Because I have a an adult daughter, but she she stays at our house sometimes, and and our she had a friend over. <clears throat> last week and the girl was talking about her friend was talking about i don't know something about um how she did something with her hands when she was needing to concentrate you know almost like a fidget spinner type of thing like i need something to play with in my hands when i'm blah 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 and 
I was like, I'll be right back. And it was the weirdest thing that I was just like, I have a crystal and this is the, this is carry it in your pot. And it was just the weirdest thing that I was just like, I had to go look, for, but it was like a specific crystal. And I was like, I had to go look for it because I hadn't had it out in a while. And I think it had been sitting there in my drawer, just waiting for her. And I get, you know, and it was just weird. I've never, I've never done that before, but it's so funny that you mentioned that, that, you know, for whatever reason, the day I was drawn to it, to bring it into my life, wasn't really, you know, it was for me for a time and then it was for someone else. That's, that's the most beautiful thing is when we, sometimes we're just the conduits. Um, I have, I got this um, piece of malachite many years ago and it was an expensive piece. It like, I mean, for, for me, I considered it a healing tool. So it was around $55 and it was an investment at the time. I, I was like, well, you know, this is something I really love and I'm going to use it um, for healing. And it carried with it a lot of the energy around Archangel Raphael, who's, who's the healer angel. Um, you know, when I do a lot of work with the archangels. So I was working at Circles of Wisdom this one day, and I'll never forget this. I had it in my purse in the back um, area. And this customer comes in, and we were talking, and all of a sudden, Archangel Raphael came into me so loudly and said, go get the crystal. It's hers. And for a moment, I'll be honest, I'm like, really? My the one I just spent $55 on? Really? I'm going to give that? And then I just trusted. I said, okay. I was just a conduit because maybe I was able to purchase it at that time. And I used it for maybe about a month or so, you know, not a long time. So I went and got it and I listened implicitly because I said, Carmen, get out of your head. It's, it's, it's only my, it's energy. I'm exchanging energy. So I handed it to this woman and she cried. She was, she was so overwhelmed. She goes, you're giving this to me. And I said, yes. I said, you know, I've got strong guidance. And I said, I always listen to my guides. I said, something in this crystal really wants to work with you and help you along something in your journey. And she was so overwhelmed that, A, I would give her something just because, and she felt the energy of it. And she, she called me probably about three or four months later. It was a, it was a while. And, and, and I didn't think I would, I would see her again, but, you know, but she tracked me down and she just said, what, how profound it's been working with this crystal. So for me, I, I mean, I got a beautiful experience with it, but sometimes we need to honor and we need to be the, the conduits to get something to someone else. Because maybe, maybe A, you know, they don't have exposure to, to, to crystals. Maybe they don't know anything about crystals. Maybe this is their first introduction to it. And how beautiful is it that you're able to impart that? Because I'll never forget when I was given my first crystal, it, it spoke to me so deeply and it transformed the whole trajectory of my life. And it did the same for this woman. And I said, wow, I'm so glad I wasn't attached to an outcome of, you know what? Wow, no, this is $50. I, 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 uh, I didn't attach to that. And I was so grateful I was at the point in my spiritual um, growth that, that, that I didn't attach to that. I just let it go. And then sure enough, you know, it, it, all that came back to me in a glorious way just because I listened. So mm -hmm. I love that you did the same, that you listened and, and it got to where it needed to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me, so, so you're working at circles of wisdom. What do, do you do like sessions with people? Like I do, I do. Can you tell me what like that looks like or, or do you know? Absolutely. What I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I wear, you know, very, very many hats. I, mm -hmm. um, as Ginger had, you know, had said her and I met probably over a decade ago doing animal communication. I thought I was just going to be working with animals and, and, do, and working with crystals. And, and then my path opened up and I said, wow, you know what? The animals were a beautiful entryway because people really need me. So, you know, so I do both, but, but, but my path kind of switched more to working um, with, with people. Um, and, and in doing so, I would say probably about you know, a year into it, the crystals really wanted to be part of the healing process. I am a Reiki master, holy fire. I do, I do Litarian, I do magnified healing, and I'm a sound healer um, practitioner as well. So when I'm in sessions, um, I sit with, um, you know, with the energy prior to the client and I connect with their higher self and I just ask the crystal, ask, ask which crystals can be of highest and best for this particular client session. So I have this beautiful wooden crystal grid. 
Um, I have one actually set up now. And, and when I'm working with their, you know, with the energy and, and, and setting space before the client comes in, I'm just drawn to create different crystal grids. Um, you know, sometimes uh, if it's all right with them, I will actually give them crystals to, to, to lay on their body or to lay beside them. Um, I, I, I bring in different elements as well. I bring in the crystal energy, but I also bring in shells. I bring in, you know, elements of nature. I'm very connected to the energy of wood and all of these elements work so well with crystalline energy um, as a natural amplifier. So, so I set the intention and I put the crystal grid of um, underneath the, the, the healing bed and it imbues the energy. Um, just this, the session last week I had done with, um, you know, with a young man who was having some heart issues dealing with loss. And I put a rose quartz um, that was gifted to me underneath the healing bed. It was a rose, it was a carved uh, dolphin made of rose quartz, a very special piece. And I put it right at where his heart would be, un, you know, unbeknownst to, to him. And he said the minute he laid on the bed, he could feel, he thought I had a heating pad underneath where his heart was. He goes, wow, the, it's really hot just in the spot. So he could actually feel the energy already building in that space because the crystal knew that he needed healing for that particular heart chakra opening. So it, it created such um, such energy there for him that he even had me, he couldn't believe it. He goes, put your hand here, Carmen. And I, and he could feel the warmth. He could feel the vibration, um, working during his session. And even after he got up, he could still feel it. So people perceive and they feel and they experience energy very profoundly. Um, you know, especially if you're, if, if you set the intention and, and they're truly on board to, want to, you know, release. I'm, 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 I'm the conduit and I hold the vibration of healing. If, you know, if they're ready to, you know, step through that and to raise their own energetic um, light quotient and, and clear energetic blockages, it happens instantaneous because, because we are each our own healers. So, so I'm working with the crystals to raise the vibration along with my own vibration to, um, to entrain with, with with that energy and to create and to create and envelop them in crystalline energy, whatever is appropriate and in their soul's highest and best. That's all I set the intention to be, mm-hmm. to do. Whatever is in the client's highest and best, and whatever they're they're emotionally, physically, and spiritually ready to to release in that moment. And and you can't go wrong with that because you're just honoring whatever whatever that person needs in that moment. And the crystals are magical in that way. And so when somebody comes to you for a session, do they usually come in with a specific issue that they want to work on or a specific thing they want to release? Or is it just like, hey, I'm out of sorts, yeah. do whatever? Or can it be just all it of the it, it can be the gamut. Sometimes people are very, very aware of what's going on in their you know, emotional body. Other times people just come in and, and they say, I feel off. I don't know what's going on. I feel overwhelmed, but they can't put it into words. So that's where I'll do a meditation prior to, you know, to that client session. And then, you know, that's where I'll just kind of tune in um, energetically to exactly, you know, what they might need um, to help me kind of, you know, traverse with them. And then during the session, certain, um, certain insights, you know, will, will, will come to light. And then after the session, I always work an additional time to kind of have, you know, a, a session debriefing, you know, you know, this is what came through. These are some insights. These are some tasks. And I love giving homework. I love, just I love ask that. Do you send love, them out into, yeah, absolutely. I, I, because I'm here to empower people. I, I don't want them to have to keep coming back to me. I want them to say, you know what, Carmen, you've incited such change in me. This is what I'm doing. And that's, that's the biggest gift. If, if, if I have a couple of client sessions with someone and they're off and running and they're doing their work, that is the most joyful thing is, is, is to have them call me and say, you know what, Carmen, I decided to, to study Reiki and I'm learning all about this and I'm doing this or I'm doing some inner shadow work or I'm connecting and I'm reconnecting with, with, you know, you know, with my dad, you know, who I haven't talked to in, in six years, because during that session, you opened up my heart and I had forgiveness, you know, around that, you know, that particular blockage, it can be something that's the most mundane to the biggest transformer in, in their life that creates 
true growth and transformation. That's what, that's what I'm passionate about is when people are empowered and I love to empower them in any means possible. And, and the crystals are, are, are often a beautiful ally in that because crystalline energy are, is, it's here to co-create with us. And they, they, there's, there's so much knowledge and information. And when I connect with crystals, it's truly in a very sacred way. They, they have messages that come through. They are here as, as divine way showers in the most sacred of, of ways. So, so when I connect with, with each individual crystal, it's like they have a little story for me. And sometimes they're so adamant to work with a particular soul because, because they know that they can create change working with them if, if the person is, is, is open to that. Can you give me like an example of like homework? Like what you would, was it, is it like something like go journal or walk or like what's an example of something that you would? Yeah, I would say I can give you something that, that was, um, you know, most recent. So, so the gentleman that was having the, 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 the heart um, blockages, he was really connected um, and Kuan Yin came through to him and, and she is the Bodhisattva, the ascended master of unconditional love and compassion for self. She works with mother and children she was all around him during the session. Her energy was, was right there steadfast with me working on him and, and working with him. So I introduced him, you know, he had no idea who, you know, who her, her energy was. Um, so I gave him homework to look her up, to connect with her energy, to connect with the energy and, and, and see how, how, because he was mostly connected with the energy, the heart center energy of, of Rose Quartz and Kuan Yin, and they work so beautifully together. So for his particular homework, I, um, I asked him to connect with her and, to, and to, check, to check in with me. And you know what, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll give them homework and I'll say, send me a text on, you know, I saw him on, on, on a Monday, send me a text on, on Thursday, checking in, you know, let me know what you learned because I wanna hold them accountable. I want them to have a touch point just, you know, you know, just, just to not send them away. I want them to know that I'm going to check back in with them. And he had done this beautiful research. Um, and I, and someone had gifted me this tiny little Kuan Yin statue and she came through to me and she said, I am to work with him. So when he comes for a, for a subsequent session, that statue will be his. And, and it's a, you know, it's a beautiful way to introduce people to different ascended masters, to different archangels, to you know grounding techniques i work with a lot of empaths and you know sometimes when empaths come in they have no idea what that means so i might send an empath home with different journaling work and and teach them about grounding their energy when they get up in the morning find out what their baseline energy is so when they go out in the world they know what is theirs and what is someone else's and to have to have that um discernment so just teaching different quick quick little tools to, to empower everyone. And, and again, it's different. I give different homework um, based on the client's needs and what comes up in the session, but it can be, it can be any number of, of, of things. It could be something as simple as, you know what I'm hearing loudly that you need to go to the ocean in the next two or three days, go to the ocean, put your feet in the ocean, connect with that clear there, there, there's wisdom in the, in the energy of, of the ocean water. And, the ocean energy salt water is very negatively ionized so it's very clearing so when i send a client to the ocean i tell them to find a spot that no one else is around extend their aura out as far as they can go and ask that the that this the purifying energies of the salt water clear and cleanse the auric field and then pull it back in and that's that that's like an energetic shower right there so they come back and they feel revitalized on, on a, on a soul level. That's awesome. So I have a question. So circles, you know, we, we keep referring to circles of wisdom, which is a, 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 a shop in Massachusetts, but given that we have people from all over the country and even other countries listening to this podcast. So you see people, which is interesting because here we are, my gosh, it's almost November <laughs> and we're yeah. still in this pandemic. Um, yeah. So not everyone obviously could do an in-person session with you. Do you offer sessions over Zoom? Absolutely. I do Zoom. I do FaceTime. I do on the phone. I have clients that are, that are from all over the world. Okay. Um, so Zoom has actually opened up a beautiful opportunity um, to connect people that normally might not have had the opportunity or, 
or the time to delve into a deeper understanding of spirituality and spiritual tools. So that's what's so beautiful. And seeing, seeing, you know, the light around this pandemic is that it's, it's, it's created opportunities for people that weren't there before. Um, right. So. And, and it's, yes. And it's, if anything, I think it's made us realize that connection can happen. It's all energetic. We, it, we are absolutely all right. energy. And, and I've had some of the most profound sessions when I haven't had someone in front of me, because you know what, they're not, they're not embarrassed, you know, they're just here, they're present, they're comfortable in their own, their own environment. So all of their defenses are down, they're comfy in their creature comforts of home. And, you know, and I've seen transformative things happen without ever having met the person doing a remote section, a remote session. And um, because it just allowed the energy to flow effortlessly, because again, as you were just saying, um, we, we are all energies, so there are no barriers um, to that. If we are truly open to the, to the healing process, it's going to happen instantaneously, just like a, a snap of the finger. Um, we just have to allow that ha to happen. So let's just talk for a minute, Carmen, on, because you do different healing modalities, but Absolutely. you incorporate crystals into each of those, or you can incorporate crystals into each of those. So how do you know, like if I was going to book a session with you, would I book, I know you do holy fire. So would I book a holy fire? Would I just book a healing session? Like, how do you decide which modality? Because, um, I mean, there's huge success in all modalities, right? I mean, yeah, well, you know, for me personally, I like to actually move through through the different modalities in a given session if I'm still guided because, you know, a certain client might really need the heart-centered healing energy of magnified healing, which works with the energy of Kuan Yin. And then I might go on and, you know, the holy fire Reiki might might really be activating, you know, and I might see the energy of, of Jesus come through or I might really be drawn to I have I have 13 um, Himalayan bowls that I work with so I will always integrate sound healing because sound waves have the ability to um, to connect with our body and at, at the energetic at the at the cell level and to help clear and amplify energy so oftentimes I'll activate my holy fire Reiki in my hands get that energy going and then when I put the Himalayan bowl there the metals in the bowl are amplified with the heat and then when I start playing I see all these colors of light come out in this cascade of healing light and that washes over them so I as as I'm intuitively guided I might move through different modalities if it if it's appropriate some people you know I'm just guided to do sound healing some people it's more about the the, the Reiki someone who is really connected with the with the archangels I might um, do some litarian um, healing energies. But I would say most of the time, I'd say 95% of the time, it's an amalgamation of all everything that I have, um, you know, that I'm bringing forward. And, and I just play with it. I just, I, you know, I become the alchemist of the energy in the space, whatever is needed in that space. Because being the alchemist is you work with energy and to change the vibration of energy. So, so I have that ability to kind of perceive the energy, feel the energy, and to help, um, help co-create co with my client whatever's in their highest and best and to help um, um, to be the alchemist of that vibration and help raise it um, in that moment. And, and it's, been, it's, it's been a humbling experience and a joyous journey, to say the least. Well, I know we talk about journeys. We, we've had sort of the same conversation over and over again, and you are a great example of this, of moving where you are intuitively drawn. So learning, you know, you said you opened up with um, crystals really um, significantly with that one um, with that one crystal that you were given, but then you moved along. We talked about animal communication, but you yes. moved along in, in healing for these different modalities as you were drawn. And we do talk about this on a lot of podcasts telling people um, that's really what it's all about. I mean, you may be drawn here, you learn something, but it sends you in a whole different direction. And it's just, it's, it's the journey. It's part of the journey. Well said. Yes. And, and, and that's what makes it fun and exciting. Yes. And you know, I'm always challenged and I'm always learning something new. And that's, 
you know, that's what we're here to do is to, is, is to be in that energetic flow and to, and, and you know what, I might, I might call from certain aspects, um, you know, from my own personal heal, healing journey. And then once I've healed those aspects of myself, then I can be, be the way shower and, and the conduit for, for others who might be mirroring that same journey that I just walked through because we, we teach best what we, we ourselves need to learn. Um, you know, and I found that, you know, if, if I'm going through, you know, a particular aspect, you know, in my own soul's growth, I'll tend to attract clients that might be going through something similar or what, what I've just gone through. Typically I, I will attract other clients who, who I can garner insight and personal soul perspective because people, souls resonate with you when they know that you've, that you truly understand what they've just gone through. Okay. Because it speaks to them on a soul level. Okay. So say if, if I've someone, if, if I've been someone that has struggled with, with alcohol my whole life and, and, and I really connect with that and, and I come to terms with, with what some of those triggers, triggers are and I heal that aspect, um, then, you know, I'm going to attract other people that might have similar addictions because they're going to, I'm going to be that light path to say, you know what, wow, Carmen, Carmen has traversed through that and she has a deeper understanding about what her own personal triggers are so i can garner some insight i can i can be the the way shower for them through that and and in my humble experience i tend to attract clients that i've i've walked through the fires of of similar aspects of their soul's journey and, and i call it the shadow aspect of 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 my soul things that i've healed and that i've acknowledged and walked through and and i've certainly um gone through you know in this in, in incarnation some very difficult soul lessons but it's brought me to a place of such great empathy and understanding and compassion and unconditional love for my own soul so that I can hold space for others because that's our biggest lesson here is to hold that compassion for ourselves and it has it has to start with us and that was my biggest lesson which is why I um I'm, I'm constantly keeping that in check and and and, and surrendering to that to that sense of just unconditional love and acceptance of myself. Um, and that's been that, the most beautiful journey. I love that you just said that because I've been, I've been doing some work around some, some lessons I'm learning and navigating relationships that I'm at in and having compassion for others in my life. And it's all come down to, my inability to have compassion for someone else because of a particular situation is because I had, I can't, I have, I hadn't gotten to the place where around that situation, I had compassion for my own self. So it, it's really, it was an interesting thing to understand that, Oh, I can't have compassion for this person because I don't have compassion around the situation involving that person. I don't have it with myself or I hadn't had it with myself. And it was interesting to see the shift that happened with me. It's not far from perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is far from perfect. I should say it's not over is what I was going to say. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not completely there, but realizing like, Oh, the reason I'm stuck on this is because I, I haven't had compassion for myself yet. And yeah. How mm -hmm. can you, love someone else if you don't love someone you love yourself first exactly beautiful that was that's that's such a beautiful you know realization and i get that at the deepest level of my core mm -hmm. um yeah because that's and and it continues to, to, to be something that you work through every day so having compassion through the process as well you know and not saying you know what this needs to be healed because you maybe it's something you work through for a lifetime. You know, it's not something that you just turn a switch and say, okay, I've, I've got that. I've mastered that. As long as we're here incarnated in a 3d body, there's deeper work to do. Right. So being compassionate with yourself and being patient saying, you know, what, I, I'm better today than I was yesterday. Exactly. Right. I'm yeah, I'm making, pro I'm making forward progress, but I'm not there yet. But right. But I think just acknowledging that because until you acknowledge that you are stuck. And once you just acknowledge it, it, for me anyway, it feels, I feel more empowered. Okay, there it is. Now what do I do? Um, and, the, and the working through obviously is difficult, but if you don't see it, you are stuck. 
in that. It, it's difficult to move forward. Yes. And, and I, I love this piece about, and it's kind of what I said sort of at the beginning of there's, there's a trust, there's a faith, there's a letting go aspect to all of this. In other words, sort of like I said, when you walk into a store and like, I'm supposed to get this. No. If you yeah. let go and let the energy, you know, God, spirit, universe approach you, so to speak, as opposed to you controlling how, like, I'm going to get this because this is going to heal this. And I know that this is wrong with me. It's another way of like going in and like, okay, what's speaking to you? Like we said at the beginning, is it the blues? It's the purples or whatever. So you're getting out of the way and you're letting the energy, God, spirit, universe guide you and help you find those things and that you might need to work on, that you definitely need to work on and find that like that place that you just found, Kathy, you know, like, well, that, yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. What I, and, and what I would say to that and Carmen, I'd be interested to know your, your take on this is, um, it was interesting that the word, the words that you use, but I just, I just, um, <clears throat> arrived home this morning from a three day workshop around equine facilitated therapy. Um, so there was a lot of talk about this, but, uh, there's nothing we need to fix about ourselves. We are perfect in our, even with our, we, even with our flaws, we have lessons we need to learn, but nothing we need to fix. And, and I do think saying when you go into like, you know, a lot of times when you're right, going, saying, I need to fix this, I need yeah. to fix this. So this is the stone Right. Whatever. This is the crystal that I need to work with. This is the, you know, because somebody said that amethyst is for blah, blah, blah. Do you know right. what I mean? As opposed to allowing God's spirit universe to present you with one stone that you, you know, one crystal that you, you know, start to work with and then things come up and you start to realize, ah, okay. And like I said, maybe get to that point of where you found, like, I can't have compassion for that person because I'm not, compassionate to myself about that thing and and so yeah that's part of it we go into it like i need to fix mm -hmm. as opposed to you know which is that control thing as opposed to allowing yeah you the know, energy to come to you to guide you how i like to to approach it personally if and from my own this comes from my own experience my own inner work a long journey is that when I, when I used to think I had to fix something because I was very critical of myself, being a perfectionist growing up, I thought that I had to achieve a certain level of perfection. And that was only in my mind. And that, that tormented me in, in, my, in my younger years. And then I would get to a place and then I suddenly realized when I find compassion for myself around a situation, i.e. when I reach that level of compassion and I transcend that you know, whatever it is that I'm having judgment or I feel stuck with, and I infuse it with such a level of compassion that it turns into love. And then I truly have that deeper understanding. It no longer becomes a blockage. The love being the highest vibration in the universe somehow removes that blockage and it gives me understanding. And when I reach that level of understanding, it's no longer a block. It's almost like I breathe in and I can exhale. Whereas before I was like, it was like I was holding my breath waiting for understanding and waiting for the release and suddenly i realized i just had to breathe i had to breathe and i had to surrender to the flow as you were saying of compassion and compassion was the gateway to love to to finding true love within myself and just that was the release that was that was the answer that was the key and when that happens i just have this moment where i feel like what it feels like in my body is that every cell in my body is suddenly breathing through that and that's what releases it. So it's that vibration that is so powerful. So it oscillates all the cells in your being at a higher rate, raising your vibration because that's what a higher vibration is. It's just higher, faster oscillating energy going through and being love being the catalyst, unconditional love being the catalyst. And that's what breaks up the energy. Um, and that's what transforms. And the minute you get to that place, you have that breakthrough and you say, wow, suddenly that's not a trigger anymore. You're not, you're not attracting mirrors of those situations in your life anymore because you, you have compassion around that situation. Um, and that's what, 
that's what has been transformative in my life, at least, is when I've been able to get to that point. So when I get to that point, lesson by lesson, I try to approach it with that same level of love and compassion. So it's almost like I'm, I'm using the same formula through all of the blockages. And that's what helps me traverse through that. But it always gets back to love. Love is at the center of everything. And so you're making me cry right now. I'm not, I know, really, just I'm, not, I'm not really sure why, but yeah. Well, and it's so interesting too, because you think about all of the, you know, the issues we have, you know, that we might have, we might have relationship issues, we might have addiction issues, we might have, you know, health issues. They're really just experiences for their human 3D world experiences for us to have to get to that compassion and unconditional love place. But if when we don't think of them on that soul level of that they're experiences for us to get to that place. Yes, exactly. We think they're problems and they're things we need to fix, but they're not, they're not, they're experiences for us to go, oh, right, I need to have compassion, I need whatever. I, um, I like to call them energetic breadcrumbs. So I keep following the energetic breadcrumbs. Eventually, I'm going to get to where I need to be. So I view them as that. And, and they're truly gifts of the universe, truly to get us to where we need to be. And if we, start, if we change our perce perceptions of them and not view them, as you were saying, as issues, as opportunities of growth. Right. So looking at flipping it on the other side and viewing it as an opportunity to step up and handle the situation differently, have compassion around it, have understanding, look at it through the lens of the other individual because they are always a mirror of us. So when we start to see things through their perspective, we're seeing ourselves through a different lens of compassion. So there, every, every interpersonal connection that we have is truly a gift of the soul to ascend to a higher vibration. And, and as, as long as we're listening and we're honoring and we're gobbling up those little spiritual breadcrumbs every day, then, you know, it, our, our, our whole consciousness is just going to start surrendering and opening up to, to, to new earth, uh, collective consciousness vibrations that are here for each one of us. Mm -hmm. I love that energetic breadcrumbs. That's like, I know brilliant. that's awesome. So good. So good. Well, this is this has been a great discussion. Let's just take one step back. We we started talking about crystal healing um, in general. Where would somebody, Carmen, who um, is maybe drawn to crystals or thinking about crystals? I mean, who isn't drawn to crystals, right? Um, but but where can somebody maybe learn some more? How did how how do you do that? How do you learn more? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it was an amalgamation of reading books, of going on the internet, of looking at, there, there's, there's a wealth of information now. We are, you know, we're so fortunate to be able to access information uh, on a multitude of different avenues. If you're, if you're in, you know, the, the, the Massachusetts area by Methuen, again, I, I'm at Circles of Wisdom. I'm happy to, to, to facilitate you finding the right crystal for you. If you're not, um, you know, you can certainly purchase them online as well through our website, through, um, through, um, you know, through, through the internet, you can, you, you can Google about any particular type of crystal. Some of my personal favorite books, I love Robert Simmons. It's called The Pocket Book of Stones. It's just a little reference guide. It's maybe about five and a half inches by, by four inches. I put it right in my purse and I carry it around and it's a quick reference. And what I love about this particular guide is you can, you can quickly access a crystal. It shows you the picture of it. So if you're out and about, you know, and crystals are, are found in some of the most random places now. Every little place, every little shop. And Ginger, you were saying that you went into a gift store that had a, had a little thing of them right at the register. So you can find crystals in the most obscure places now. They're readily accessible. A lot of health food stores now have them. Um, you, know, you know, metaphysical stores will, will always have them, but they're at the most random places now. So um, I like to have this, this, this little uh, um, compendium, this book with me, because it's a nice little um, book that you, that you can reference. You can see what the crystal looks like. You can learn about its metaphysical qualities. You can learn about its emotional healing qualities, um, its spiritual healing aspects, um, all about um, its, 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 chemo its um, earthly makeup, rather, um, 
all different little, little tidbits at a quick little snapshot. So that's a great little resource. I love, um, I love Margaret Ann Lambeau's book. It's called um, The Essential Guide to Crystal Minerals and Stones because that one has a different aspect. That one has a more spiritual type of outlook on it. So, I mean, I really like them for, the, for their healing aspect, but I love co-creating with them on a spiritual level. And, and her book gives an affirmation and just how to connect with the stone. Um, oftentimes I'll, I'll, I'll even go on, on YouTube and watch different information things on YouTube. You can, you can learn about crystals on, on every capacity. There, there, there's some amazing people out there that, that are, that are creating beautiful healing pieces with all different types of crystals, pieces, pieces that you can wear. So you're not always having to carry a stone in your pocket or in your purse. You can actually wear it. I'm wearing Laramar and blue chalcedony today. Um, and so I always encourage people, you know, if you want to wear something or if you want to carry it, try to delve in deeper and say, you know what, why am I drawn to, you know, to, to this particular crystal now? And I, I, I particularly chose to wear Laramar today because I've been working on um, my throat chakra and just kind of connecting with that speaking from an authentic self with speaking from my heart center and and i wear it on my throat chakra so i wear it high on my on my throat and it has a very calming soothing has that watery energy it's known as a dolphin stone and very connected to the energy atlantis um in those in the healing energies of water water is all about emotion so that's why i'm drawn to this to wear this particular piece it changes up you know Yesterday, I, I was wearing um, I was wearing African opal on my finger. Um, you know, I needed a lot of grounding energy, and, and I would just focus that. So there are certain pieces that I might choose to wear on my finger, so I can gaze upon them, versus being on a chakra center. So so I'm getting double the, um, you know, as you gaze upon something, as we were saying earlier in the podcast, um, light carries certain healing vibration as as vibrations as well. So when I gaze at my finger, I'm getting the light vibration because it's refracted back to me. So I'm seeing that, whereas I can't see what's on my neck unless I'm looking in a mirror, but I can feel that energy imbued in my throat chakra because it's on that, that sacred center. So I'm connecting with that. So there are all different avenues to, to learn and to delve deeper into your journey, co-creating with crystals. As I said, books, there are all types of, there are amazing crystal decks now. I have I have a passion for decks, so I have a lot of different crystal decks that I work with. There's, there's so many of them out there. Um, there's all different resources, and I collect different books, like, because different people that have written different books, like Judy Hall has the Crystal Bible, one, two, three. So people that, that go into channel mode and they get, um, they get divine messages from the Crystalline Oversoul, they might have a different aspect of what the key qualities are, are of a certain crystal. So, so you could have four different books and some of them might have some overlap in them. Some of them might have a very different meaning of a particular crystal. So I try to sit and I have a lot of different resources. So I take and call whatever speaks to me. So, so there's no right or there's no wrong. Whatever this person channeled was divinely meant for for information because someone needed that. So take what resonates with you. So if you look up a particular crystal and you say, you know what, you know, that doesn't seem accurate because, you know, because I read this somewhere else. Well, there's aspects of, of that crystal that can serve multiple, multiple duties and wear very many hats. So depending on what, what resource, you know, that you go to, don't be confused that there's different information out there because crystals can, can serve can wear very many hats so to speak so again always this is your personal journey be empowered don't let anyone tell you you know that you that that you specifically need this you can use that as guidance as helpful information however if that doesn't resonate dig deeper go deeper down that that spiritual rabbit hole and and find the gems that are right for you by doing your research connecting with them most most importantly honoring your own intuition i i will never if you know if if, if a client comes in and, and tells me you know what do i need i really have an issue with that one because i want them to i, I want them to get to the point and, and i want them to say you know what this is what i'm drawn to this is what i need because we are empowered to really 
listen to our own bodies. So you know your own vessel far better than anyone else. So I really want to empower everyone to step into their own divine guidance and just honor that and listen to it because we we know exactly what we need. We just need to get out of our own way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. that. That's yep. so true. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been great, Carmen. Now, we talked about Circles of Wisdom because you're all working there, but you have your own business. So people, we're going to, yeah, we will, we, you can give us the website. We're going to put it up on our, uh, the Psychic Wise website so people can come. Um, yeah, and, and see how they can uh, reach you. On Wednesday night, Circles of Wisdom on their Facebook um, does a live that Carmen does, and she goes through the crystals that they that they have um, available and does give what the healing properties are and whatnot. That's like my favorite um, to watch. Uh, I have so much fun with that in, in the preparation of it, because when I walk around the store, it's so sweet because when I talk to the crystals and I truly hear them, I hear them as if I was speaking to someone telepathically. So any crystal that wants to be in the show, it's like they raise their hand and they like, Carmen, huh. someone needs me in the show. So I pick them up and I put them in the show and sure enough, it sells. Yeah. And when I'm highlighting that crystals and I specifically, and when I was guided to do these shows, you know, so many people put the, put the attention on themselves as the camera talking into it. And my, and the crystals and my angels said that the focus needs to be on the crystals and, and, and all my friends say, well, Carmen, I don't see you on there. And I said, it is not about me. I am the purveyor and, and the conduit for getting these crystals to the right homes. If I'm on screen, people are paying attention to me and I don't want them to pay attention to me. I want them to hear my voice and I want them to hear what I have to share, but I am the voice um, of the crystals in this moment to get them to where they need to be. So, so I step aside and, I'll, and I allow the crystalline energy to speak and it does. It, certain images will come through, certain animals might pop in, an ascended master might pop in and that's where the magic happens. So if, if I was, speaking to the camera, then people would miss all that magic and they would miss co-creating and finding what their tools are. So, so I'm so happy that from the beginning I, I listened and I said, you know what, this is maybe a little unorthodox that people are only seeing my hands, <laughs> but, but I'm going to go with it. And it's created magic. And so that's um, Wednesday nights on the Facebook, on Circles of Wisdom's Facebook. Circles of Wisdom's Facebook. It's on at six o'clock, starts at six o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, but it's a great way, I think, for people to, if they don't have a lot of background um, in crystals or just have an interest in it, to watch and see what you're drawn to because you can purchase. They'll, they'll mail it to you. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're local, obviously, you can go and pick it up. Um, but you can see what you're drawn to. And if for some reason somebody gets to the crystal before you, then at least you know that you're drawn to that particular type of crystal. Um, and, and you can move you know, forward uh, doing that even if it's not that particular piece so exactly and it's it's been such a beautiful way to introduce people who are in other parts of the country who aren't blessed to have metaphysical stores near them and they're like in the middle of nowhere they tune into us and and they're engaged and they look forward to it weekly because it it gives them a sense of community and connectivity and education i'm all about the education part of it and like ginger said even if something isn't available you can always go on our website circlesofwisdom.com and we have a lot of our, all of our tumbled stones out there, some of our rare pieces. You can reach out to us and say, you know what? I saw this crystal on your Facebook Live. I noticed that they all sold out. Do you have any, any ones in stock? And even if you aren't local, like Ginger said, we, we have become a shipping center during COVID. We have opened our, our doors up and we've had to go with the market and really get, get these beautiful pieces to people who would, you know, wouldn't normally have access to them, you know? So, or even know about them, you know, I mean, yes. you, don't, you, you don't know. I've, I've learned a lot and I always have had an interest in crystal, but not certainly not to the depth um, of your experience. And it's been really interesting to me, um, especially when something calls to me and then you say what it is. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why I'm drawn <laughs> yeah. to it. So, yeah. yeah. I love well, thank that. Thank you. Thank you. This has been great. Um, thank you. It's been really so much great. Really great. And I so, really... So okay. great for the opportunity to to um to to have this exchange and to be in all of your energies. You, the you know the three of you work so well together. You have very different um, energies together, but to but as you meld, it, it just creates this beautiful cohesion. So I can see why you, you know, why you've been so so successful in this. 
Thank you. We love it. We love it. But again, we, you know, we joke, but it's probably not, not really a joke. We do a lot of this for ourselves because we love to learn. Um, we're interested in all kinds of things as many people are. And, uh, and we love it. We have a lot of fun and we like to talk. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So we'll, we'll wrap it up. Thank you, Carmen. We're going to put all of Carmen's information uh, up on the Psychic Lives website. Um, any questions, uh, you can jump to the, us, you know, on our Facebook page at the Psychic Lives. Um, and any questions for Carmen, right? They could post there or obviously go to your own, your own site as well. Um, we really thank you. This is, um, I've been waiting for this. This, this has been a great podcast. So yeah, yeah. it was divinely timed because we had tried it at a couple of other dates and, and today felt right. It felt solid Good. today to, yeah. to do it Good. today. Totally, totally. Yes. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, you know where to find us. I know we go through that every week, but you've already found us because we're you're listening to us. So um, look for us again. Friends, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, we are looking to do uh, in the near future some more Facebook Live. Um, we'll obviously uh, let everybody know when we do that. And uh, again, any questions or um, anything else you'd like to hear or see from us, please hop on Facebook. Um, and let us know what, what you'd like to see because we're always open to anything, um, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Carmen, you stay on. <laughs>